podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. We're here for the big debate, episode number seven. Uh, slightly short show tonight just because uh, I've already just done one and uh, do a machine, a podcasting machine. But um, we're going to debate some more subjects. I think um, I was just saying on the other show now, we've covered some some serious subjects. and I think we've covered them pretty well, pretty tactfully, if I do say so myself. So um, tonight we're going to be talking sex education for children or sex education in school for children. And um, also we'll be talking Marvel and DC, but it's going to be, we might have to leave the Marvel and DC one, but we'll see. Just uh, see, see how we get on for for the old time. But uh, as always, I'm delighted to be joined by the <laughs> man himself. It's been, a, it's been a while since we've seen old on. It has how are you, my friend? <laughs> Tony Fester is on the ball. Tony Fester. What's going on then, mate? Where you been? Bunking off. Living the fucking dream, mate. Living the dream. You know, I had that chest infection for about three weeks. Yeah, I thought you were going to... When, when you get past 40, when you go past 40, any like chest pain or infection or anything, you think it's the clutch are coming, mate. This is it. Yeah, that's it, mate. I uh, yeah, I can see me now, like because my old man died when he was forty-seven. See, so I'm forty-one tomorrow, and I'm like every time I get closer, every year I get closer to forty-seven. I'm like every little tweak and pain in my chest. I'm like, here we go. But yeah, so far so good, mate. So far so mm-hmm. good. I've got my last words out and everything, mate. Still, still living the dream. I, I, oh, I, do you know what I do keep forgetting to do? And, um, like it's a bit naughty, really, because I keep forgetting to do it and I keep going. I mean, to do is I wanted to like, um, do like a, a letter or a video for my kids should something happen to me and my missus, but like I keep yeah. forgetting to do I, it. And I've like, been saying it for years. Fucking, I'm gonna end up croaking before I get it done. Uh, there we go. Should we just do it now? A quick one. Thank you to everyone, and I love you all. There you go. Yeah, done. There you go. Job, job, fucking done. But um, so I'm coming back, and I'm haunting them all, mate. Don't think nah. they're getting away from me. Fuck that, mate. There is nothing. It's just black. Just, just, just gone. We'll save the debate for another time. Yeah, next next week's debate can be. Um, is their life after death? That'd be a good one. I like that. Yeah, let's do that next week. Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. Fucking hell. Science and religion. Bring it. They go so well together. They go so well together. Right. So, a bit of a, an interesting topic today. And we haven't shied away from the sort of not controversial, but sometimes difficult to talk about topics in that um you know we've got stuck into a few different things like gender and assisted suicide and all this different <laughs> stuff and today will be no different um 
obviously I'm a parent of three teenage boys. You're a, a parent of two, a little boy, a little girl. Like, yeah. Um, sex education seems to, it seems to be getting, t- it does seem to get taught like um, younger and younger each year with each one of my kids. They've been taught it at a younger age. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's something which has got to be caught. It's got to be. It's it's got to be taught to a certain degree. However, I do think that there's like it's only certain things that they kind of need to be aware of. Um, that's totally, at a young totally. age, like you know, for girls and yeah. stuff, they obviously need to learn about periods and you know, menstruation and stuff, because it can hit them. So, you know, you can hit them when they're in primary school, that sort of stuff. So, like, you can't... You can't leave it You can't no. leave it till high school yeah, to like, do all that shit. So, it's like... And, and like you say, there's no set age that you can follow the rule. You know, some, some will do it younger than 10. Some yeah. go past 10. It's, when is the right time? Yeah, it and is, how much do you let them know? Like, I think the yeah. basics need to be taught. And I know, like, you know, some people they don't want the school teaching it to their kids. They wanna, you know, they wanna, um, they wanna teach it to their own kids. But like, or they think that they should be in charge of, uh, you know, what is said to their what is taught to their kids in relation to that sort of thing. Like, for me... A a lot of parents don't... Go on. I was just going to say, I understand, like, people wanting to be in control of it, but you can't, like... um, You know, there's... It's just... It's one of them things, isn't it? You've got to, like, accept that... Look, number one, they're going to hear stuff, learn stuff in school from other kids, so they need to be somewhat prepared for that. And... Yeah. And then you know the other stuff comes alongside that, but I don't know. I um, right. I find it. My girls just turned eight, and my boys nine, and yeah. they're hearing things in school already, mate. And they're coming on with questions. And with my kids, you can't just give them a basic answer. They need to know every single bit. They're too clever for their own good. Yeah, they're just inquisitive, and they kids. Like so when when you mentioned when you mentioned the heaven and hell earlier, my boy randomly earlier turned around and went. I don't believe in heaven, Dad. I said, oh, yeah, so what do you believe in then, babe? And he said, oh, I just believe when people die, they just become a spirit and energy and just float around. But we can't see them. Cracking. Kids know, you know? And he hasn't got that from me or the telly. They pick it up from other children. Yeah, you pick up. No, I'm lucky my kids are such a close age. Imagine having, like, two boys, one's seven, one's 13. Imagine what the seven-year-old is going to pick up off the thirteen-year-old. Well, if you think like there's there's two years, there's two years between each of my boys, but that means there's four years between the oldest (laughs) and the youngest, which yeah hasn't been too bad, but like there is issues with it. So like, I think it's like the last year of primary at the moment, maybe (laughs) even year six, uh, year five, where they kind of they send a letter home saying they're going to. You know they're going to teach about certain things, um, and I think generally they yeah, stick with five now. like they stick with sort of general stuff. And you can opt out of it. You can say you don't want your kids to do it. Um, in some ways, I think it's much more important for girls to have it 
at a young age than I do boys because um well, a number of reasons in there like obviously the, the main one being periods and stuff like that they got to be yeah. they got to know what's coming because otherwise it could be quite a shocking experience i'd imagine to suddenly start bleeding everywhere and be like fucking hell, what the hell's this? yeah but um but, but from what i can gauge from like a, a lot of my friends have got all the children and things and i'm a godfather to three of them you know they've all been brought up like uncle reese as such but from what I've gauged from it, boys, how can I put this without sounding wrong? It's as if they, they're more sexually active before girls or their bodies, they don't change like a girl. Like I say, the girls, it's more the period, the pregnancy, don't let people do this, don't let people do that. Boys need to know it all as well, but they seem a bit more advanced than girls in the sexual aspect of it. Yeah, possibly. I think a lot Especially of Especially when comes... they discover their penis and... Yeah, I think a lot of it comes from like, like um, you, don't, you don't see many. Go on. Like my boy will be in football, and I'll be shouting on the sideline, "Mate, stop playing me a bit, stop fiddling." <laughs> I don't have that problem with my girl. No, no, that's you true. know, boy, he's just a new toy to a minute. As soon as they just know what it is and what it is, and... yeah, so it is. A it's very rare you'll see a girl doing the same as what a boy does. Because like with a boy, yeah. like with a boy, like you find, it kind you of find just, just boys. No, not really. Yeah. Like with the boys, like it, like it's just like one day, it's just sort of all of a sudden, just happens, and it like all stuff happens, and and there you are, like you're there, you're in it, and <laughs> yeah. All you can do as a parent, I think, is like kind of just speak to them about it beforehand, and sort of say, you know, you got any questions, blah 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 etc etc but like i think a lot of what i think what's misunderstood is that people think or they see like oh, sex education to kids in school oh my god i can't believe they're teaching them about sex they're not fucking teaching them how to have sex are they what they're teaching them is being in charge of your own body and and periods and and yeah. from like boys it's about like you know, you can't just touch people and, you know, whatever it may be. Like, there's different aspects to it. And I think you can't just, like, it's sort of all put into this one umbrella of sex education. But actually, a lot of it's nothing to do with sex. Um, and I think, I do think it's important. No, um, it's just the using of the word sex education. Yeah, and I remembered like with one of my coming, which when it was one of my boys, I remember we had the letter from the when he was in they were in primary school, and I was like, Oh, that feels a bit a bit it might have been the youngest one because he's always like even though he's 13 now, yeah, coming on 14, like but he's because he's always the baby, he always feels younger than what he is, and and I just remember thinking, Oh Jesus, yeah. that's a bit, you know, do they need to be worrying about that? Like and not just just worry about yeah. you know, football and playing running around and whatever. And, but but it's also when, when we were younger in school, it was a different world then, wasn't it, mate? You know, it was. Yeah, mate. Well, do you know what? The, right? the harsh truth is that there's more sexual prejudices around now than when we were younger. There it is. A big, and also, there's, you've got to allow for the fact that if your kid's got a tablet or an in, a phone, they've got access to the internet. And no matter how good you are with like yeah. blocking stuff and family 
whatever. Like once it's it's pretty easy for kids to find stuff if they want to go looking for it or if their friends send them stuff. Like you've got that side of things. But also certainly I find with my boys, and like I have been lucky, like my boys are pretty good, but like my oldest boy is 17 now and he's been with his girlfriend for nearly three years. So like you know, I've had obviously many. You know, yeah, and I know. Like, I know what's. You know, I'm not stupid, and like I've had many a discussion with him, and just like I have with the middle one as well, who I, um, who's fifteen, nearly sixteen, and like, but when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, I was way more along in terms of being sexually active than what they. <clears throat> Or were not how old you not, not so much the older one because the older ones you know and obviously nearly 18 now but like um i was 16 i was but like i was different to a lot of my mates like i wasn't really bothered about it like in terms of like a lot of people were like oh haven't you had sex yet and half of them are fucking lying anyway and it's, it's always yeah. like people say oh yeah it's my cousin's friend and someone on holiday and all you know all the bullshit excuses like and you'd always yeah. get like it generally mate the ones who ended up losing their virginity like whilst you were like in school if you like was the ones who were had a girlfriend for like quite a long period of time because they're the ones like you've been with so like i was with this girl on and off probably for about two years like and it was vague like on and off we go out for like six months and then break up and then get back together and whatever and like we had this mad, um, this mad fucking thing. So, friend, my my best mate, his dad was a is a journalist, um, so he's quite often was away, and he lived like five or six doors up from my mum's, and um, so quite often he'd have free house like all the time, and he'd just be left to his own devices. So we was over, and it was um, my girlfriend and his girlfriend had come over. And we'd kind of veered off into our separate rooms to to do the business for the first time. And um, I, um, so I went out of the bedroom, went into the bathroom to put Johnny on, like, and let's just say he wasn't standing to attention, right? So I spent, I reckon, it felt like fucking about an hour. But I reckon it was probably about a good 20 minutes making sure he was ready, put it on, and then when it went in, Come on. we went in and like, you know, I went back in and it really went very well, I gotta say. Um, but like I just look back at that and I think fucking she must have been thinking, what the fuck is he doing in there? Like, <laughs> because I was must have been gone for so long. But like it was just showing through the door, like we're we're meant to do this together, not on your own. It's just, but it's just, it's nerves and stuff, right? But I had no, um, there was no lesson or no sexual, no sex education in school, in primary school, nothing like that. Everything which I knew, I knew from either older people, like older kids, and maybe a little bit from my mum, because I think my mum had cottoned on that I had a long term girlfriend. And she had started to sort of push on to me about like condoms and stuff. Yeah. But like, the worst my, one, my like... parents were like that. When they, like, by the time I was 16, I was already quite sexually active, to be honest. 
very sexually active, mm. to be honest. Yeah, um, you know, the reverend. And my parents kind of use the philosophy. They'd rather be open and have me yeah, in their home the when like, yeah. it's a safe environment and all that. Like when I was sixteen, we went on a lads holiday, and you know what lads are like at that age. All my mates were like two, three years older than me. Yeah. So you can imagine what I was like. You know, I was like a donkey with two dicks, mate. We went mm-hmm. to Magaluf. That was my first boys' holiday. Yeah, that's where and I the one from. night we had the uh, you had. When you're young and you're boys, you're stupid. You have your grab-a-grot night, you know, who can get the ugliest mm. person. We had a grab-a-grand night, who can get the oldest. Mm. I was 16 and she was 43. And I thought that I knew a lot about sex and things when I was 16. But that 43-year-old, wow. She threw you around. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, like like little things like um, so when I went to Magaluf, I think I was seventeen. So like you, my friends were like a year or two older than me. So I was seventeen, and yeah. like my old, my, my old dear just like she chucked a load of condoms in my bag and stuff, in my luggage and whatever. And like that was about it. So like, but I got through like you know my teenage years and stuff like that, pretty unscathed. Like you know I didn't have any sort of teenage pregnancies and stuff like that but then as it turned out you've just brought so i gotta tell you this, go on. i gotta tell you this story you've just brought it back to me when i was 16 funnily enough i one night stand with a girl didn't see her or speak to her then for however long it was 12 months 18 months down the line i came home from another lad's holiday and my mum went there's a letter here for you and i went oh yeah what's that it was from um child support agency she mm. told them that I got a pregnancy and things. Didn't reply to the letter. A few weeks later, I had a phone call from them. Yeah. Um, I won't say her name, but they said, Miss, blah, blah, blah. It's alleged <clears throat> you're the father of her child, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what, what, what have you got to say sort of thing? And I was like, it's not me. They said, mm. any reason on this? And I went, yeah, I fucked it in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, child one mind touch one. Yeah. I had to go for DNA tests and things. And when you're 16, going through all that, mate, yeah, scary, scary as time, fuck. I'm not going to lie, it was one of the scariest times in my life. Even now, all their memories stick with me. I remember crying in my mum's arms. And I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But apparently, mm-hmm. she was a bit of a girl in one mind. Mm-hmm. I am, um, funny enough, I... And then, do you know what's weird? Like, it's like, I was pretty... Resp- I was very responsible, like, with my sex, i got to say. In uh, like in my teenage years and stuff, like it was, n- I never did anything without any without a Johnny and that. And then um, my missus had my oldest when she was nineteen, so like she was young <coughs> when she had a boy. Yeah, but she was young. But we also both like we lived together. We had full time. Both had full time jobs. We were like quite. Yeah. We were like I was advanced for your age. Yeah, like I was 23, 22. And like we were kind of quite even though she was young, she was we were quite far along in terms of She was of, probably more mature than you though, because girls tend to be a bit more yeah, mature was, than boys, don't they? And you know, let's be honest. But like when I look at it, like like I say to my boys all the time, like no matter what. No matter what the girl says, whether it's a girlfriend or someone else, and she say, I'm on the pill, or I'm this, or I'm that, just wear a condom. 
wear wear a condom, wear yeah. a condom, wear a condom. Just don't like, wear a condom and wear a condom. I'll hold my hands up, mate. I was. Yeah, I was terrible for it. I was very, very lucky through my teenage years and my 20s. My stupid like, person that I was, I didn't always use condoms and things. And yeah. Yeah, I think me for I me. I was lucky. Like, I've never had an STD. That's the one, mate. That's the one. Like I was a, I was from eighteen. So I tell a lie. I had crabs. I had crabs when I was seventeen. Oh, mate. I had crabs oh. when I was seventeen, but that's it. But I, I was, I was stupid in what I did. But every few months, I'd go to the clinic and get checked, which isn't the right way to do it at all. But I was sensible enough to go get checked and things. But like I say, the crazy thing is, I, I slept with lots of different people without a condom and, you know, did ejaculate up them. And touch wood, I never had nothing until the mother of my kids was a one-night stand. And she got pregnant for me. There was only twice that me and her had sex without a condom and I got two kids for me. That's mm -hmm. quite mad, isn't it? That's quite mad. But uh, we're changing for the world now. Yeah. It's um, it's funny though, isn't it? Right, because like your kids will want to. You got it. Like my boys, like they're all teenagers now, and then they've got to learn by their own mistakes. But you also want them to learn from your mistakes. So, like at the moment, yeah. none of them smoke, and like I've drilled into them all so much, like about please don't smoke. Like I'll be so disappointed if you smoke, only because you know how much I've struggled with wanting to give up and not being able to give up and like they've seen that struggle yeah. and i think they they're all quite sporty and whatever and so I, they've kind of steered away from that and like i was speaking to the middle one the other day and i was saying look we had your brother when we were very very young and we don't you know don't regret it, it was you know it was fantastic and uh, you know i think we were really proud of him and all the rest of it but also it did change the whole <coughs> trajectory of our life like so yeah. if we hadn't had kids when your mum was 19 then like so for instance when we found out she was pregnant i had a visa booked to go on all to go to australia for a year with sid and um yeah i had my visa i had money saved i had everything we were ready to go we had flights booked and stuff and um i found out she was pregnant and a few of my friends encouraged me, not Sid, but a couple of the other boys encouraged me to go anyway and just leave her. And I was like, no, fuck off. And um, so I didn't That's go. That's the maturity stayed. aspect of it, isn't it? Well, wait, I, there's certain things that I've always, like, kind of been on, not been on board with. So, like, for instance, yeah. for whatever reason, because like, it was never really drilled into me, but I was never, I've never been one for abortion. Don't really know why. It's just something that's always I, been I'm with you, for me. Um, I've always been for one for like, you know, if you do get someone pregnant, you take responsibility, even if it's something which wasn't expected or whatever. Like, I always felt like that way. And like I'd had one pregnancy scare previous to that. But like, I guess going back to the topic, my sex education from a school point of view was nil and yeah non-existent i think that but again when we when we grew up mate it was a different world and it was a prudish world wasn't it things like that weren't really spoke about 
Yeah, and I think that's it, isn't it? It's very difficult and, now. Like, like I would never have like, been able like to have you, the nail on the head with my kids, with my dad. Back then, people would stay together. Like, look at the generation before us. If someone got pregnant out of wedlock, usually their parents would take the baby on. Yeah, and then the next generation would just stay with the girl until at least until the baby was grown up. Like, yeah. people would like get when I was 16 and, and I had a scare. I was between both generations, and I wrote my hand up at the time. I was like, I want nothing to do with this child, blah, 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 you know, if it is mine, and all the bollocks. And then when I got my kid's mother, when she got pregnant with the first one, she called me over to hers and said, oh, can you come over? We need to have a chat. And as much of a shock and everything it was, we weren't together, and I think it was a one-night stand, but I was like, look, I will stand by you. I don't want you to have an abortion, but I can't force you to do anything. But these are my thoughts. I don't want you to have an abortion. I'm not just going to get with you for the sake of a child, because I believe that's wrong. But I will stand by you through all of it. And I did make every appointment, doctors, everything. I was there by her side through it all. And that's how we ended up getting together. Mm. But it was, we didn't get together for the sake of a child. Yeah. If you get me. Which was quite common, wasn't it, back in the day? Like people would Yeah, I think I was old enough then to be sensible about I, it. I do get know. it as well. Like I get the the feeling of like let's try and be a family for the for the baby or whatever, and like I get the thinking behind it. It's not the worst thing in the world by any means, and yeah. you know sometimes it can lead to long term marriages. Sometimes maybe it lead to a bit of resentment, but I don't know. Um, funny enough, I wanted to ask you a question for you, right? So you know, like um, yeah, one night stand you can get it's pregnant. Obviously, if the woman decides. That she wants to keep the baby, she keep the baby, and then the child, the father, once it's been proven who the father is or whatever, they're liable for child support for eighteen years. Yeah, if the woman decides she wants to have an abortion, yeah. the father basically has no say in it, right? So, do you think that a man should have right. the option to opt out? Um, both financially and physically of a child's life. If so, so if there is a one night stand, say the woman says, I'm going to keep the baby, the father says, or the, the, the bloke says, No, I don't want you to. Should there be some sort of process where the guy can say, Right, okay, then I sign away my parent, parental rights, I'm not liable financially, etc., etc., or because it, it's like one-sided, isn't it? In that a woman can decide to have an abortion. Maybe the father wants the baby, yeah. but the, he's got no say in it. But if the woman decides that she wants a baby, the father's financially uh, responsible, regardless of whether he wants the baby, whether he's there together or whatever. Like, where do you stand with that? I, I think the way they deal with it now is correct, mate. I don't think the man had the option to put a condom on before he did it. Yeah, but what, the woman if, what can't if he force did? Him to do what that. if he did? What if what if what if he did wear a condom and he did everything right and yeah, it, it doesn't happen. But I, I, it's always been instilled in me that. You know, if you make mistakes, you you got to own that mistake. Yeah, of course. No, I know that. I I, I do. I I don't disagree with you on that side of things. But it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's, it's a one. It's a it's a one. And as is so so many laws which go round, 
parenting and and kids and stuff like it is a one-sided kind of thing of view of things and one of the things which i want to debate actually in a few weeks is um is women's rights versus men's rights because i got these videos constantly going to me on fucking facebook about like people talking about men's rights and and women and blah 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 and i just i kind of interested in that sort of side of things i think it could be quite an interesting debate but like I think this generation is in a bit of limbo with that, isn't it? Because, like, the generation before us, women didn't have many rights at all, let's be honest. But, you know... So it, was, it was a male-orientated world. I don't want to get... And we're now in the, trans, we're in the transition of... How can I put it? There's, there's a bit too many women's rights out there. I don't mean they shouldn't have the same rights as us or anything like that. But you've got people who take it to the next level. But it's difficult, and I don't want to get into it too much because I want to yeah. talk about it yeah. on a future totally show. Like, um, in terms of sex education at school, I believe that these days it is better than it's ever been. Yeah, and I, I do believe they need room, to know at a younger age now. I also I, think I believe that schools they... should be able to hand out condoms so say you're in yeah, a high school totally. say you're a teacher in a high school and you know x and y have been together for a long time and they're quite you know public displays of affection you could see that they're you know if they're ki- if they're kissing and copping off in the common room or like, you know, being, being, <laughs> they're being quite on open about it in there yeah. then there's a good chance that they're doing at least some other stuff i don't see what the problem with a teacher saying look you know, just having the quiet words discreetly and saying have some condoms. Now, some parents, if they found out that a teacher had given their son or their daughter condoms, would go fucking bananas. But to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm glad someone's looking out for them in school. I'm with you 100% there, mate. A lot of parents don't recognise the importance of a teacher in a child's life. Yeah. I look at it as the teacher's the third parent, mate. They spend as much time, if not more, than most parents do with kids. Mm. So in my eyes, you've got to have a good relationship with your kids' teachers. And the teacher should be able to do these things. Because there's some kids who won't go to their parents for these problems, but they'll go to their teacher. Yeah, yeah, especially in the world so now, teacher assistants and stuff like that, where you've yeah. got, there's a lot more staff around who are more casual staff in terms of their relationship <coughs> with the kids and stuff. So there's yeah. staff which are around and they, they they're still viewed as almost teachers, but they're also they've got a more casual, friendly relationship with the kids. So I yeah. think those types totally. of roles, whether it's teaching assistants or helpers or whatever, they're more likely to have those conversations with kids in high school because they feel more comfortable yeah. with it. Um Will says the legal age of consent all over the place is 16 like uh, is all is sorry the legal age of consent is all over the place at 16 you can legally have sex you can have your own child be responsible for another life the life of another human being but you can't drive till you're 17 and you can't vote till you're 18 to me i think it should all be 18 but i'm with you but I do have a massive issue whereby 
and this is something which I say to my kids all the time, right? So say, say a boy who's 15, 16, say another boy in his, say a boy, right, 15 or 14, whatever, like under 16, one of his mates sends him a picture, which his girlfriend has sent him. His girlfriend is 15 as well. And they're all 15. Um, She sends a picture, topless picture to her boyfriend. He then shows it to his mate. All three of them, particularly the two boys, can now get done for the one who shared it can get done for sharing child pornography. And the one who's looked at it because his mate sent it to him can get done for having it on his phone and blah, blah, blah. That is a life ruiner. If you've totally. got it in your record. Totally, mate. So I have a problem with that. And I have a problem with if there's like two 15-year-olds or a 16 and a 15-year-old and they end up having sex and then the mum, the girl's mum finds out, goes to the police and the boy gets sort of done by statutory rape and stuff. I think that's so unacceptable if it's consensual and they're you know same year school year or whatever or you know it's not like 17 and 13 and all these you know different combinations i think it's i think that's that's the law has got to catch up with the ins and outs of these different scenarios not just with this case but with the other things we talked about whether it's gender whether it's um, yeah. assisted end of life like the law has to catch up with these things because it it's going to cause can cause real problems like and like totally. you're talking about kids who can have their lives ruined over something which is really I, I would not I, not in their hands like you know things like whatsapp save photographs to your phone so like if someone sends you a photograph or something like that it's on your phone and you forget about it. Even if you delete it off your phone, it goes to your cloud and you forget about it. And then you could get done for that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's and, and looking at this way, you could have you could have a boy and a girl in the same school, yeah. One of them could turn sixteen while the other's still fifteen. And you know, in their eyes, they're in a loving relationship. You know what it's like with emotion at that age. In their eyes, they're in a loving relationship. That sixteen year old could be classed as a paedophile and sex offender. Yeah, especially if, you know, it's, if and the, the girl's parents you know what really gets me more than well. anything. <clears throat> That's what gets me more than anything. You just hit the nail on the head, mate, where you say girls' parents. Mm. If it was a 16-year-old boy and a 15-year-old girl, and then flip it round, it's a 16-year-old girl and a 15-year-old boy. They are both looked at totally different. Of course they are. It's the same as when um like uh if a teacher as a sort of a thing with a student and the, if the teacher's a male and the student is a female, yeah. he's, a pre- he's a predator. If the teacher's a female and the student is a male, he, she's misguided. And the, the students are legends. Oh cool, yeah. But that's but like, the way they look at him. It's just sad, but that's the way they look at it. Yeah. And like, if you've got an eight, a 17 year old girl and a 17 year old boy, and they both went with a 30 year old teacher, which of them gets chastised the most? Mm. The male. Well, there was a guy, um, there was a guy up by me, uh, who was a sixth form teacher, and he had a relationship with a girl who was in sixth form, so she was 18, he was, I don't know, early 20s or whatever, 
she had finished her exams. They were just like seeing out the year. And he got arrested and, you know, fired and the rest of it. And like, when you looked at it, it was like, well, hang on. She's 18. She's not saying he's done anything untoward. She is 18. He's only like 22 or something. It's not like he's like 50 or something. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like the law. I understand it, but it's, in my eyes there, it's, 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 it's the, the professional it's the, Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, I, I understand him getting fired because it's not a professional thing. Yeah. But like. And they're looked upon as a role model. Yeah, and I suppose it's the um, the relationship in it of like the. Like, I, I've got a boy and a girl. You're in charge, aren't you? So you've any got one of them manage. was in that situation, I would be as pissed off with either male or female teacher mate. But it makes you remember, like, when we were so when you would have gone into like year 11 or whatever, so you'd have been like 15, 16, yeah. like the kids who had just left school would turn up in their Ford Fiestas with the spoilers and stuff on, looking, picking up the girls who were like 13, 14, 15, yeah, all the way up to 16. And you'd have blokes come, like, you know, like 19, 20 year olds with them, like picking up kids. And like that was just a done thing, like that they would because but they on the had, flip uh, side there, if you go out to a club or a pub, you'll get a lot more underage girls than you will boys in there. Because yeah, of the makeup, the uplifting bras, everything else it, they can use to make them look older. Do you know what? Right. I think um as a like I um like an 18, 19 year old bloke now. Is an absolute minefield, mate. Because yeah. you go in a pub, like if I go in a pub, um, when I was like younger and single, if I'm in a pub or a club or I'm in town on the piss, I didn't even like if I was speaking to a girl or whatever, or having a dance or off to buy them a drink, wouldn't have even come into my head to ask how old they were because they were in yeah, a pub probably. or they were in a club yeah. and they were out on the piss, but like. That's not an excuse anymore. I've seen people no. recently get done where they said, "Well, she was in a pub," and they and the, the people were like, "No, she was only sixteen. Well, why the fuck is she in a pub getting served drunk?" Like, I I know of someone. This has happened to mate. The guy was yeah. twenty six. The girl was sixteen. It's nothing. And it was a, done. The girl looked older than him. Doesn't matter, mate. You know, and this is this is like the problem. You, say, when we, you wouldn't have gone up to a girl in a pub and gone, uh, got any ID on you? No. How old are you? You wouldn't have. Oh, you I just see. assume you're all the same age. Yeah, yeah. And they're in a pub and blah blah. I seen a video yesterday of this girl, this woman. She was like a proper like super frat feminist, and she was saying um, that like if you're with a girl. You should ask, like literally ask for consent at the start. So like when you start taking each other's clothes off or whatever, then during, you should ask again if you've still got consent. And then before you finish. And I was like, fucking hell. Like, who well, wants why to, is it all, who, who wants to have sex it's all, Seriously. It's all right? on the man. Have you noticed though it's all on the man? Why haven't you asked her how old she is? Why haven't she... Come forward and gone. I'm 16, by the way. 
yeah, why hasn't she said yeah, before anything? It's very rare you hear someone say, "Oh, but the girl haven't asked for consent." Yeah, I all think the it's, that's, that's a lot of the pressure put on the male for this. But I, I do, yeah, you're right. In like, why hasn't that sixteen year old told this nineteen year old that she's only sixteen or fifteen or whatever? Like, you know, but it's it's a diff- it is a difficult one, mate. In terms yeah. of sex education, I think um, educating them on um, like sexual health, diseases, pregnancies, general sex, periods, um, like sexual health and well-being and stuff like that, I think is good. Body autonomy and, and not doing things which people don't want you to do, knowing like really drilling into them about like when someone says no and also the, the fact that they could say yes and then change their mind. Like, I think that's a really yeah. big thing which needs to be drilled into yeah. to people, to kids, should I say. Like, it's as if now, when you've got, if, like, kids are going out on the pole, they need to take a lawyer and a contract with them, mate. Yeah, that's mental, mate, isn't it? It's but the like, only way you can be safe. But even then, you wouldn't be safe. Yeah, but, like, in terms, I just mean in terms of, like, the, like, kids and stuff. And also teaching them, I think, about understanding their emotions around things like, masturbation and periods and things like the emotions that that can sometimes bring when you're young uh, yeah. in terms of like the feelings of shame and stuff like that and all the different things um, having big breasts, having small breasts having pubic hair in the shower and some people have got it and some people haven't and all the rest, you know, all these different things that come into it, I think all of that's good um, I think if they want to start bringing in things like um I don't think there's any need to discuss like gender identity and stuff like that. I'm talking like primary school age now. Like obviously in yeah, high I'm with school, one hundred percent. Well, like high you spoke about it stuff before. like that. High school, you and know that, the gender. Like, that's and different. All that. So like gender identity and stuff does not need to be te- taught to primary kids, primary school kids. Um, don't really see the need to teach about like. heterosexual and homosexual and stuff like that but i don't know if i also don't really have a problem with it like in terms of like you i think you can explain you know that some people can have two dads two mums whatever like there can be different combinations you can do that without going into too much detail because i think what parents generally are generally worried about is them being overawed by too much things and the things that kids at that young, young age will cling to are the more extreme things. So like gender yeah. identity and, and homosexuality or whatever it may be, like they'll cling to that stuff and they won't take in the important information about periods and um, body autonomy and, and, you know, like sexual health and stuff like that. That's the stuff you want them yeah. to listen to. Yeah, you don't. They don't need to know about the other stuff yet. They can learn about that stuff in high school because you could do like yeah. a just one every year in high school, couldn't mm. you? Where they learn a bit more and they talk about yeah. it a bit more. But uh, yeah, I, I not, I don't know where. But yeah, I just think it. I just think it's a minefield, isn't it? I think it's pretty good though. I, I do think it's pretty good at the moment um, in terms of how they how they do it. But I also think there's room for improvement massively. Always will be with kids, and the world's constantly changing. You know, like we say, 
when when we were that age, it was a totally different world, wasn't it, mate? Totally different. Yeah, and I think it's also about social learning. media. Social yeah, media has well, internet, internet yeah. changed the game, haven't it? In terms of access to everything, from one night stands on Tinder to porn, like everything's yeah. different, isn't it now? Compared to where it was when yeah. we were. When kids watch films and things, most of them, you know, sex scenes and things like that in a film, none of it's realistic and true to life. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it, then, some of them, they make it seem so funny. Did you see my post the other week? How they make it look so magical and you yeah. would come at the same time ejaculating unicorns and it's so beautiful mm-hmm. and all this. Bollocks! I tell you what they could, they should do more in high school, is they should talk to kids about the like pornography. Generally, I think they should talk to kids about pornography, and yeah. also, but also apart from the obvious things about it, I think it's also important to to establish that pornography is like fantasy, and that's not how you necessarily it's like treat it's people. Like a Marvel film, because what they do. Real. Is you'll see and hear stories of like kids having sex for the first time, and they're doing stuff like which they've seen in a porn, like on the internet or whatever. And you imagine how horrific because they that think it's the norm. Yeah, mate. But you imagine yeah. how horrific that would be for for a, for a young girl, like or a young boy, getting things like they would yeah. be like, "Canal, what the hell? Like, what's going on here?" Like. Um, so I feel quite blessed. I said this before. I feel blessed that I grew up in the 90s because it was like the 80s, 90s, because it was like a good mixture of modern times and old times. You had the values of the the sort of older generations, but we were going into a new world of technology and the rest of it. So I, I feel quite blessed that I grew up in that era. Because I would not totally. like to, I would struggle the way I was as a teenager, the problems I had, the things that happened to me. I would, I'm not entirely sure I would make it in this era. I don't think I'd make it through. And imagine if there was camera phones from when we were younger. Oh, mate, be unemployable. Um, so I, I realized that this yeah, one was a bit, yeah, this I realized this one was a bit more of a general chat, but like. Obviously, it's a difficult subject, and we do we haven't shied away from these difficult subjects, and we've got lots of good subjects <coughs> to where I need to write down the different things that we said we were going to debate in future weeks because I'll be trying to remember next week and we won't be yeah. able to think of a subject. But it was um heaven and or like life after death, wasn't it? And um like and hell, yeah, life after men death. and men's and women's rights and stuff like that. Right. Uh, as always, people. Uh, appreciate you tuning in and uh, we'll be back next week we'll be back on Monday uh, at usual time slot we'll be back back to the usual time slot to uh, debate another subject as always mate it's a pleasure Marvel TV every time Sports Social Podcast Network